Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Today on Love and Hat. Public displays of affection. Hello, Father. This is Love and Hat, the hilarious podcast about arguments. My name is Robin Wilder. That was creepy. What? Hello, Father. That's, that's just a, how I say hello, how, Dad. So that's how well, it is. How you say hello? Why? Dad. Why wouldn't you just? Why wouldn't you just make this nice? I said it cleanly. I said hello. I'm Robin Wilder, and you should have just jumped in and gone. I'm Stuart Heritage, and then we could have carried on like a good podcast. But you were like, "Hello, Father. What?" I'm living in the cupboard, Father. <laughs> Just like you told me to. I've chewed off my own leg. What now? Yeah, so hi. Welcome to Love and Hat, the podcast. Uh, this is episode 10. Good. Yeah, see, I'm trying to be normal. You're trying right, to be All right, well, keep going. You're being very normal about it. Uh, there, you, you've, that's it. You've just... Fuck you. If you've listened to this podcast before, you know it's about us having an argument. Us having an argument. Oh, my God. It's going to be one of those episodes. <laughs> these episodes? Yeah. Oh, I hate those episodes. Uh, I am Robin Wilder, a journalist and thing. And this is Stuart Heritage, also a journalist. You may have heard of him. You may like his work. You may be that person in Primark in Canterbury two days ago <laughs> who apparently said my name out loud according to you and you alone. He's not Stuart Heritage, is what he said. Or he's not as good as Stuart Heritage, that's what he said. Hmm. And I didn't really register... Uh, what he was saying. In fact, my first thought was, uh, oh, there's somebody else called Stuart Heritage. And by the time I'd gone, doi, they'd already gone. Anyway, I'm famous. How are you, Robin? Uh, not famous. I'm well. I went to London today. Good. It was great. What, uh, which part of London did you go to? Soho. How is Soho on a Sunday? Relatively busy. I, I took part in another podcast. Oh, well, screw you. Yes. I was on a podcast as well last week. But, but not today. No, no, doesn't matter. This is boring. Okay, you know what I am worried about. No, uh, nobody's coming to our live show. No, well, that's that's less a worry and more a scientific fact. Nobody is <laughs> coming to our live show. Please come to our live show if you're listening. It's it's going to be uh, a, literally a live podcast, except an hour and a bit long. Oh, confirmed guests, because I think the next podcast we do will be the live podcast. It will be. So our guests are uh, the only two guests we've ever had on this podcast, Kirsty <laughs> Merrin and Peter, my brother, Heritage. Peter, your brother, Heritage. Yeah. I think it'll be interesting because Kirsty is a folk singer and Pete is an Iron Man. Yeah. And I, I think there may be some sort of folk Iron Man fisticuffs. I don't think Pete's going to punch Kirsty if that's what you're getting at. 
I think Kirsty might punch Peach. She might go, oh, you, you meat eater. And, uh, uh, so anyway, she listens to this. She's, hello. The only, she's the only person I know who actually listens to this on hello, the reg. Hello, Kirsty, on the reg. Yeah, I cool. like a young I'm person. Co- yeah, because I'm fucking cool. Are you I? cool? Yeah. I was in Soho. Where are you? Soho isn't cool. So Dennis Norden lives in Soho. <laughs> He's not cool. He's all right on the night. I'm living. Is he Ken. not dead? He might be dead. Is he dead? Dennis Norden, are you dead? If you are, tweet us. Tweet with us. a hashtag. I'll be alive on the night. There you go. Use that hashtag. Oh, that's bad. Why? That's a bad joke. It is a bad joke because uh, it has an apostrophe in it, and they yeah. kill hashtags. Hi, we talk about technicalities of Twitter. This is boring as shit. Yes. Should we get on with it? All right. This is today. We're doing public displays of affection. It's uh, Robin's choice. It's our second wedding anniversary tomorrow. Yeah. I don't know what was that. Yeah. Oh, let's get on with it. Fuck you. Stop whispering. Fuck you. <laughs> no. Okay. Love. There are few sights in this world greater than seeing two people in the very first flushes of love, when they're caught right in that grand destabilising moment of chemical imbalance, where everything is new and exciting and the attraction is uncontrollable, when they're at the stage where they choose to sit next to each other rather than opposite each other at the pub table, and you can see them laughing and touching and kissing, utterly lost to everyone else but each other. I fucking love that. I love watching that. I wish I'd just fuck. I wish I'd just fuck right there in front of everyone so I could watch it. I wish I could watch some fuck. Four, eh? Four. <laughs> Another beautiful sight is when two old people hold hands in public. A doddery old man and a doddery old woman who met as teenagers and married young and had kids and watched those kids grow up and have kids of their own. They've been there for each other in times of immense happiness and unknowable hardship, still finding time to show the world that they love each other. It's beautiful. But I wish they'd just fuck each other instead. Go on, you sexy old people. Fuck each other on the park bench. Go on, fuck each other. Fuck each other so that I can stand really close to you and make a series of guttural noises while I lick my lips and hump the air next to you. (laughs) Or, you know when you're watching Crofts and it's the obstacle course round and the little dog completes the course without a single mistake and in celebration it leaps into the arms of its besotted owner? God, I'd wish they'd fuck. Just right there on the sawdust. <laughs> eh? A little dog fucking a woman in front of thousands of appalled kennel club members and me with my pants around my ankles rolling around next to them chanting, Fuck the dog! Fuck the dog! Eh? <laughs> so, in summary, I like public displays of affection. Hat! I don't know what God was thinking when he made me. Because God made me in the image of a secondary character in a budget rom-com. The sort of person who pops up to derail the protagonist's life and generally get the plot rolling. Jeremy, darling, my character would purr in a vaguely foreign art school way. Why you got to be so uptight about everything, Jeremy? Why don't you lay your hair down? Come with me and do the samba. Get a face tattoo. Dance in the Thames until dawn. And then, and then, hey, let's do sloppy snogs on a commuter train. That's what I look like. The irony is that inside, I am the opposite of this character. I like distance and personal space and politeness and at best an awkward punch on the shoulder. 
This dichotomy has led to many misunderstandings in my lifetime, most notably in my teens, when my then-boyfriend Nigel, thinking I was some sort of passionate Latina, never forgave me for not holding hands with him in public. I am the sort of person who gets trapped in the seat beside the couple snogging on the commuter train and fantasises about sawing off her own arm to get out of the situation. Because public displays of affection really skeeve me out. Being in public generally unnerves me, given that I'm very shy and that also humans are essentially wet bags of meat, Mm -hmm. constantly leaking snot, sweat, saliva, faeces and other unmentionables. That someone might sloosh all their personal unduance against another person I can just about handle if they do it in private and sometimes obviously enjoy. That's how I have a husband and that's how I have a son after all. But the idea that two people would seep all their biology all over each other in the public domain, all full of pigeon poo and dead skin cells and tramp piss, that's beyond me. They don't even have to be that public. My next-door neighbours like to have (laughs) shrieky, primal, screamy sex against our adjoining wall with all the windows open, preferably when my baby son has just drifted off for the night. I don't know what my son dreams about every night, but I'm guessing it's the birth scene from Alien Resurrection coupled with loud footage of someone rhythmically applying a plunger to a very watery, clogged toilet because he wakes up crying every night. So that's what's wrong with PDAs, or public displays of affection, if you must call them that. They are gross, they're unhygienic, they're so graphic that your neighbours can tell what sexual position you are minute by minute, and they cause babies to have therapy later in life. And that is why, Nigel, I wouldn't hold your fucking hand, for fuck's sake. Naming our ex-boyfriends now on in public, are oh, we? Oh, yeah, feel free to name your ex-boyfriend. I don't have any ex-boyfriends. Okay. I'm uh, straight, hashtag no homo. <laughs> what does no homo mean? I think it means either I'm not a homo or yuck homo. I don't know. No, I don't. No homo. I don't know what sorry not sorry means. I think it means I'm saying sorry, but I am reveling in the rudeness and discomfort of the thing I'm doing and right. apologising for. Right. So like, uh, uh, sorry, I, I, sorry, not sorry. I don't fucking care. Let's talk about something else. All right, let's talk about a tiny dog fucking a woman. All right, let's not talk about that necessarily. Although for... <laughs> Is that really what floats your boat? Oh, yeah, a dog fucking a woman. I've never seen a dog fucking a woman. And I think if I did, it would, I would, it would scar me irreparably for the rest of my life. I, that's gen, genuinely one of my worst fears, I think. What, being fucked by a dog? Yeah, or, or any animal. That's, do you know what my biggest fear is? Looking directly up. <laughs> makes me, uh, makes my testicles hurt. Yeah, I remember when we did a live Love and Hat show and we, uh, we were in, on the roof terrace of a building waiting to go on and you were looking up at planes going... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I don't like looking up. Anyway, yes. uh, but let's get back to the animal sex thing because my dad's listening and he already enjoys shouting beef tunnel at you oh, over dinner. God. So why don't we talk about bestiality as well? Bestiality. If you think it's best, then, oh, God. Yeah, so you like to watch Young Love. Yeah. And you want them to fuck. Yeah. So that you can stand there. And watch, yeah. And go, oh, yeah. You see, you say that, yeah. but you, <laughs> you have the face of a happy child. No. Yes, you do. I'm being sexy. <laughs> uh. 
I'm Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone. <laughs> no. So, young love, mm-hmm. old, old love, love, dog love. <laughs> dog love. The holy trinity. So, that's what you think of when you think of public displays of affection. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, my argument has got... No- I have no real opinion about really? public displays of really? affection. So, you're on a train. Uh-huh. And there are two people next to you just tonguing each other. Right. I've been that person before. What? Not the tonguer, the... the Tonguey? A tongue-adjacent oh, okay. person. I don't like it very much. So you don't like public display? No, but you decided to do this because you hated it, which meant automatically I have to do the love argument. Why I'm not a biggest fan of it. I think down the, the I think, mystique yeah, of I'm this breaking, I'm breaking the dynamic in half. Yes. I do hate them, but I think I hate them less than you. Yours is visceral. Well, it's... Do you think people seep faeces? They do. They don't. A faeces is like a concerted push. You don't just let no, it flop out have... of you like a sweat. Yes, people do. They have. That's why skid marks are a thing. And no, it isn't. You don't skid know. marks you are a thing because you sit too far back on the toilet seat. Some people just skid. So you think they're called skid marks because... I don't think they fall down a hill doing a poo. <laughs> Do you remember How Clean Is Your House, the TV program? Yes. They always found faeces in, in the bath plug hole. And that's because if you sit anywhere, you leave a trace amounts of faeces. I feel a bit sick. So, uh, so they always found poo in the plug hole? Yeah, and it's trace amounts and it's because people oh, sat in the Oh, so there's probably the trace amounts. What the thing you ate today? Oh, what? Like the dinner I cooked for you. There's probably trace amounts of faeces in that. I've done a poo today. Did you sit on the fucking chicken? No. Oh, the chicken did a poo, I'm sure, at some point in its life. It's got washed. It got washed. It got washed. The chicken is washed. Did it? Yes. Well, they say don't wash chickens. There's a label on the chicken that said don't wash the chicken. But they are hygienic. They're uh, Chickens aren't hygienic. They've got beaks. But (laughs) they get sold in supermarkets for humans to consume. They're, They're hygienic. They're hygienic. They're hygienic. Have you heard of salmonella? Shut up. That's not from chicken poo, I don't think. What'd you get from chicken poo? Encephalitis. Probably. Okay. Um, Mad cow disease. From a chicken? Didn't they feed chickens to cows? I thought they fed cows cows to cows. cows. I thought they fed cows to cows and cows made you go off. (laughs) Mad cow disease. (laughs) What? (laughs) They fed cows to cows and cows made you woof. Yeah, fine, whatever. Listen, right. What rom com character are you? In like, name a name one film where there's a person who is hello. I'm going. Let's have party time. <laughs> what exactly are this? What? This I'm. I'm the, like I'm not the manic pixie girl, but like the manic pixie dream girl before the romantic partner finds the person that they. Oh, should so be you're like the, the the crazy person. Right. Yeah. The Manic Pixie Dream Girl. No, because they, they are the... Manic Pixie Dream Girls are the aspirational crazy people. Whereas I'm a secondary character. I'm like the third date that they go on. You're Zooey Deschanel from Failure to Launch. I am. I don't know what that is. But I am uh, Judd Apatow's wife. In, in everything. In the 40-year-old version. <laughs> <laughs> That's all the noises she ever makes. In the 40, She was good in the 40-year-old version. She was the drunk driver. Yes, I know. Yeah. Yes, you, so you're a drunk driver. You look like a drunk driver. I look like a crazy freewheeling person. Right. So who am I in a in a rom com? If we if we're giving off rom com characters, if you're the bad egg, like the bad first try, who am I? The child. There aren't any children. <laughs> oh, like the the. Why isn't Daddy coming home? That guy. Are you my new Daddy? Do you like my new ball? 
that's you. Do you think that's me? Yes. Daddy! Which rom-com are you thinking of specifically? I'm thinking of the rom-com Mad Men. <laughs> You're Don Draper's kids. <laughs> Daddy! Daddy! Yeah, that's yeah. you. I don't think so. I think I'm complex and uh, deep. Are you? I, listen, I want you to stop this. I'm not some giddy-eyed, boggle-faced kid who wanders around spinning around like he's just stepped foot in Narnia all the time. I'm a 36-year-old man with a job. <laughs> I think the fact that you've had to specify that you have a job, like a grown-up, like it says in the grown-up books, <laughs> just just makes my point for me. Ugh. You you are the lovely best friend. The lovely best friend? Yeah. The one who... Uh, You're Paul Rudd. I'm the one who goes out playing basketball. Um, I, do, well, I don't know. It's been a long time since I saw a rom-com. I think he might be the wacky best friend. I'm not wacky, though, am I? We would end up together. I would be the crazy person. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, we're the two loose ends that need yeah. to be tied yeah, up to make the uh, film cohesive. We're not Harry or Sally. I haven't seen... Do you know, that is a film I've never seen. You've never seen When Harry never Met Sally? It. I've never seen When Harry Met Sally. It's quite good. Oh, well, thanks, <laughs> Barry Norman. I'm going to go and see it now. So, should we get really to the meat of what I think this argument is going to be? Sure. Our neighbours. You've uh, dropped your voice quite a lot. Because you were shouting. Very weird. There is a th- one thin wall separating. I walked past them going, I wish they got chlamydia the other day. You said it out loud? Yeah. You said, I wish they get chlamydia? Yeah. Out loud? Yeah. I said, I wish they'd get were chlamydia. Were you with our son? No, I was on my own. And you just said out loud, I wish they'd get chlamydia? I'm very angry. Were they doing it when you walked past? Yes. Oh, okay, so they didn't hear you. No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what they do. They're our neighbours, for God's sake. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I don't give a shit. I can hear it going in and out. I don't want to... hear I can. it going in and out. I can. No, what you can hear is a very performative series of f- fake orgasms. Tatler magazine asked me for a piece uh, about perving, and I decided <laughs> to instead write uh, uh, 800 words of just fury about the noise our neighbours make when they're having sex. The description I had of the noise she makes when she's having sex is if someone put down a lovely dessert <laughs> in front of you in a restaurant, and then the moment you touched it with a fork, it turned into like a bleeding fetus. 
Because she, she goes, <laughs> That's her favourite sex noise. She does sound like she's being presented with a series of fancy cakes. Yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. And one of them's a monster. <laughs> she, um... Oh, God. When, when we had our son... Herbie. I went into hospital and I was admitted into uh, the maternity ward to have my induction. And the first thing I did was I wanted to leave because I heard someone somewhere make this noise. And I just thought, I just went cold all over. And I knew that was someone giving birth, but I just couldn't fathom what set of circumstances would make some human make that noise. It made me want to leave and not have a baby and just forget about the whole thing. Our neighbour makes that noise five <laughs> times a night. <laughs> she does. So loudly. Yes. And then you can hear him in the background as well. And it's so gross. It's so gross. It's so close. It's like they're just a couple of feet away. And that's what a public display of affection is like. Oh, God. Are we putting this on the internet? Yes. Oh, God. I don't give a fuck. All right. All right, this. Chuck D. <laughs> Fight the power. <laughs> oh, so this is less. This whole thing was just a front. No, 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 no. It, it occurred to me that it is semi-public because also they have the windows open. Oh, they do. Yeah, that's public. What's it, the worst public public display of affection you've ever seen? A couple having sex on a train that I was. Oh, on. actually having sex. Yeah. Oh, that's hideous. It was, and it was like a, I think it was like eight o'clock in the morning, and I didn't know what to do. Oh. What day was it? What day of the week was I d- it? I don't know. It was a weekday. Oh, that know. makes it worse. Yeah, it was a commute. So it was, it was busy. Like, oh, yeah. f- oh, God, that's disgusting. Going from where to where? Uh, going from somewhere to Reading. I can't remember. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Quick, Pen- before we get to Slough. <laughs> Finish before we hit Slough. Okay, Slough's beyond Reading, so... I think if, you didn't specify which direction you were going, so eat it. No, you don't. there's no way that you go Reading-Slough. There's just no way. Anyway. Oxford. What? If you are in London, you go uh, London, Slough, Reading, Oxford. You might. Yeah, you do. So shut, shut your No, you go London, Reading, Slough, Oxford. Are you sure? Yes. Are you sure? No. Um, anyway, another time, I was on a seat of three and there was a couple next to me snogging. And they were so close, they kept banging into me and knocking me over a bit. Oh, that's disgusting. I don't think I've ever seen that anything that bad. It was, and it was like a full, open-mouthed, sl- slug-tongue. Oh, it was horrible. I could hear it all. How <sighs> old were they? Uh, I, did, I was in my early 20s. I think they were a similar age. See, in my mind, it is equated with... This is something that used to happen a lot on the top deck of buses in North London, which is people... Uh, shelling pistachios and just eating just shelling them on the floor why are we on nuts now wait a minute i'm trying to connect it they were shelling pistachio and just eating them and it was so gross and once on the same bus there was someone chewing with their mouth open another person shelling pistachios and another person cutting their toenails that's pretty gross yeah and that's that's what i mean that everyone is just a disgusting meat bag full of crap and some people choose to bang bang their craps together in in public. Bang their craps together. Yeah, like... <laughs> what do you think if two people are just kissing in public? Just kissing on the lips? I get pretty angry all the time now, so I that know. would make me quite angry. It's like I get quite Victorian about it. And sort of. I've written in my notes you're a Victorian. Well, I'm quite old. I don't mean in age. I mean in terms of your uh, thoughts about things. Well, at what point does it get uncomfortable for you? Tons. 
and grouping. I see. All right, hang on, roots. Uh, oh, right, so, okay. Acting Southall, Hayes, Harlington, Ivor, Langley, Slough, uh, 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 Burnham, Taplow, Maidenhead, Twyford, Reading. Pew! But not Oxford. Tilehurst, Pangbourne, Goring-on-Thames, Stretley, Cholesley, Didcot, Swindon, Chippenham, Bath, Kensham and Bristol. Didcot. You can take a digression oh, from Didcot. Up. You can, no. obviously. Yeah, Didcot Parkway, everyone knows We're, that. We were talking about the straight line train. You didn't mention diversions. You didn't my, me, mention changing at Didcot. I've been on a train from London to Oxford and it's gone through Reading. <sighs> Don't sigh. Do you know what? I've been to a train to Oxford from London. It went to Reading. It stopped in Reading. Then it went out backwards. Well, yeah, because Reading is a terminus. You're a terminus. You're a terminus. <laughs> anyway, I still live in Reading and I know... What? Mr. Tumnus is a Narnia joke based on the similarity between the word Terminus and the word Tumnus. You're a dick, mate. Listeners, I have good news and I have great news. Well, I have good news and I have bad news. The good news is, the bad news is, let's start with the bad news. <laughs> the bad news is um, our quest to replace tepid topics with a sort of an agony art feature has repeatedly hit the skids, largely based on our inability to request <laughs> uh, agony art topics. However, about half an hour before we started recording, I sent out a very panicky tweet going, oh no, oh God, we don't have any uh, problems to solve. At no hope for some on Twitter... Ooh. No sleep till Bramley, his name is. Ooh. Big fan, useful, said nice things about us before. He's come out in uh, he's come out in force. He said, my landlady won't let me have a cat and my child is very upset. How do we handle it? Thank you for your, uh, for your question. No sleep till Bramley. No sleep till... I don't even know where Bramley is. Where is Bramley? Bramley! I don't know is either. Is it Kent? I don't know. Do apples come from there? Do apples come from Kent? Kent's the fucking Garden of England. Of course apples come from here. Everything comes from here. Garden of England, Robin. Okay, I said Bramley, though. Do, do apples come from Bramley? I don't know Bramley if Bramley's apples? a thing. Well, I don't know where Bramley is. Why do you assume that I have a full working knowledge of Bramley? I thought it might be in fucking Kent. Well, why don't you look at... Right. No, I'm not looking at... Do you know why? Because I've got my phone on okay, airplane Google. mode. Because I'm a responsible podcaster. Okay, Google. Where is Bramley? Yes, I've got to fucking accept. Okay. Okay, Google. Okay, Google. I have to say it three times to make it recognise my voice. Okay, Google. Androids are good, aren't they? Trusted voice. I'm turning on trusted voice. Use a fingerprint or enter the current key. Your device can now recognise your voice and unlock when you say okay, Google, whenever the screen's on or your device is charging. Okay, good. Okay, Google. Where is Bramley? Here is a map of Bramley, UK. There are two Bramleys. There is Bramley, Hampshire, Bramley, Leeds. I hope that helps. That's great. Um, I can't remember. Oh, it's got yes. a cat. Landlord won't let no, him no, have a cat. No, doesn't have a cat. Yeah, it doesn't have a cat. Cats are shit. Okay, I don't think... get a cat. No sleep till Bramley. Cats are great. I think this depends on two things. One, maybe three things. One, do you want a cat? Two, how old slash deceivable is your child? And three, yeah. how how often does your landlady visit? So one. Get a cat, hide it from your landlady when she visits, keep your child happy. Two, if your child is young enough or gullible enough, like, get a cereal box and tell her it's a cat. That's awful. What? You're no mother. Fucking am. 
Wow. Got a child. Wow. But you're the sort of person who's going to try and kid our son that they've got a pet with a cereal bag. No, I'm not. No, I'm telling this person to. Okay. Oh, because you... Are uh, going to get a cat? We're not going to get a fucking cat. Yes, we are. We're absolutely we're not going to totally, get a cat. I we're hate gonna cats. Get a cat. We're definitely going to get a cat. It's, it's the last thing I do. I will stop you from having another a cat. baby. I'll happily have another baby. Just not a cat. Cats are wankers. They're not wankers. You're They're the wanker. worst. I don't care if I'm a wanker. I'm the wanker who calls the shots around here. No, you're not. I absolutely am. We are not getting a cat. <laughs> we're getting a cat. A cat's a shit. Cats. Don't just say the word cat in a sing song for you. Don't say meow. What's the point of having a cat? Cats are what? Cats are nice and friendly and nice. No, and cats are needly little. Get in the way. I want just a nice, quiet, simple life. I don't want to. You don't want raving. a quiet, simple oh, God, life. All I want is a quiet, simple life. Really? All I want in my life is quiet and simple. Why are you so noisy and complicated? I'm not noisy yet or complicated. Well, all right, yeah, so I'm noisy and complicated <laughs> enough for the whole house. How's that? How's that? Cat. Anyway, no cat. cat. Don't get a cat. Just don't get a cat. All right, that's your advice. Yeah, your you, kid will get over it. Do you know why? Because he's a human being and people don't always get what they want. So God it's a knows. She. Did I say it? You said it and then he. Oh, well, whatever. Your kid. <laughs> Listen to Stu. He knows what he's Well, doing. your kid should, needs to learn that life is full of disappointments. And the first disappointment is that she doesn't get a cat. I scrapped my previous uh, advice and just say get a cat. Don't get a cat. Get a cat. Get a really no. cute oh, cat. Don't. Oh, there are no such things as cute cats. Shut up. Get a cute cat. I hate cat. cats so much. And then your landlady will fall for it. Or hide the cat when the landlady's there. Or say you're looking after it for a friend. Do you remember when my brother got a cat and he gave it to me? He gave me a kitten and you I just put it down. You such a dick. I wasn't a dick. Oh, it's just a cat. What do you do? They were the tiniest, two tiny, grey, fluffy kittens. And they were so cute. And your brother went, look, to his older brother, the person he wanted the approval of. And he was like, look. And it was Christmas time. (laughs) And he'd just moved into his house. And he said, Stu, look at my my little kittens. And you kicked one. (laughs) I didn't kick. You did. I absolutely didn't kick. You did. Oh, you don't. What? It's just a cat. I didn't kick a cat. You did. I fucking know what you kick did. The cat. You might not have done it deliberately, but do you not remember all the kicking and the cat crying and that? No, I remember being handed a cat and going, "Oh, you're such a dick." What? He just wanted you to go to. He just wanted you to say, "What a nice pet! What a cute cat!" But no, you went, "Oh, it's just cat!" And then stopped. I didn't into, say it like that. I did. didn't say it in that voice. Oh, this is but bu- cats are shit anyway. Let's so. ask Pete. I think we should. Right, ask we'll Pete. ask Pete at the live show. He's the guest. All we'll right. ask him at the live show. All right. So come to the live show so you can find out what... Really hard fucking ongoing familial psychodrama. We're like the archers, but we swear. Bollocks. Right, so <laughs> don't get a cat. Fuck that, right? Get a cat. Hope that helps. Feedback time now. Um, I guess here's one from Mr. Al Fox about birthdays, subject uh, that we covered last week. Yes. Used to hate them, quite like them now. <laughs> Thanks, Al. <laughs> It goes, he says other things, but the happy birthday song is shit. I hate singing it and I hate hearing it. But I think the core message there is birthdays. Hmm. Birthdays. Used to hate them, quite like them now. Ooh, that's, that's a turnaround there. That's quite different from how people normally experience birthdays as they get older. Al's complex, isn't he? Yeah, he's a complex man slash fox. He's not a fox. His name is Fox. I he's don't a know. person. That's I've met kind of, him. He's a bit foxy. He's got like a foxy face. 
Oh, oh, you just turned a compliment into a into a weird comparison to vermin. First of all, foxes are nice. Are they nice? Or yes. are, are they stinky, noisy sex things that crawl into your bedroom and eat your baby's face? That's Well, that's you. I've never eaten a baby's face. Stop <laughs> trying to put out this thing that I kick cats and eat babies, because I don't. Alfox could, if like, if a fox was masquerading as a human, he could look like Alfox. I don't think so. Al, I know Al. I've met Al. He's a lovely man. But I think a fox would be dandier. I don't think he's quite dandy. He's not that dandy. He's a little bit dandy. He's not that dandy. He's a bit dandy. In what way? He's quite dandy. Like, he's he's expressive. He's expressive? Yeah. But I want, like, full-on velvet jacket, cane, hello, I... I'm a fox. <coughs> Al, fox, the man. Next time we see you, please could you wear a velvet jacket? Oh, God. What, at what point did this fucking podcast just devolve into us talking about people we know? When we were so lazy as to not really do anything about it. Oh, Jesus. All we've done is like, listen to our neighbours. Let me tell you about the time that I did this to my brother. <laughs> this guy, we know Al Fox. He's a he's some, he's, he's, he's not a fox. expressive. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. No wonder no one's coming to our fucking live show. You done? I don't think I am done. Right, why have continue. we... Why, what's happened? What, like, this podcast used to have potential. Did it? What's happened to it? They stopped paying us to do it. No. <laughs> Listeners. Oh. <laughs> Bollocks. Do you know what the thing we're supposed to do? So the thing that we said we'd do before we started recording this was we'd pick the subject and we'd tweet it out in the form of a Twitter poll. So instead of being like, listeners, what do you think? Get in touch. We would just be able to look at the metrics and state who'd won and who'd lost. Yes. We forgot to do that. However, I have just done it. I've just remembered. I've just tweeted it. So that this is how we choose winners and losers now. Based on 45 seconds of Twitter activity. Okay. Can I just point out something? If if you see a Twitter poll on Twitter, you don't have to reply with words because you just click a fucking answer. Okay, but on TweetDeck, it doesn't show us Right, a oh, whatever, whatever. Lady Tube Driver. It depends if there's been slurping involved. My guess is your followers might to tend towards cynical. Shut up! <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> Jesus. Everyone, right, yuck. 76% yuck. There we go. A minute, yuck. You win. I win! Jesus Christ, I hate Twitter. So, um, if you're subscribing to us on iTunes, please leave a nice review. That would be lovely. Yes. Um, or follow us on Twitter. I'm at Stu Heritage. Robin is at Orbin. Yes, I am. Love and Hat is at Love and Hat, at L-U-V-A-N-D-H-A-T. Yes. Please, if you're able to, if you're in London on the 23rd of September, please come to our live show at King's Place as part of the London Podcast Festival. We haven't prepared anything at all yet. We really need to get down to that. It should be good. It should be all right. Don't, just don't tell people that. Just say we've got a big... Like normal people do on podcasts, we've got a few great things lined up, a couple of surprises. Uh, the surprise is one of us is going to burst into tears because we can't take the stress of it. You're really selling it. Another thing. The next episode after this will be the live episode. In theory, it should come... We should get the recording in time to put it out 
on a regular basis. If we don't, we're on holiday, so the next episode might be a bit later than normal. Yes. Uh, but you don't care because you don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.